Podcast Prove, Bravo, Lima, Alpha, Kilo, Echo is ready for boarding in bay number two. Will the scheduled listening team please report to the boarding area? Thank you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Opposite Attractions, the experimental prototype podcast of tomorrow. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the Imagineer in training, my good buddy, Mr. Jim Murphy. Jim, how are you? I am here. I apologize for taking a week off. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of both of our faults. <laughs> I had we... a, well, I had a sick pet, so that was my Yeah, problem. you had a sick pet. Meanwhile... I had wasps in my internet, not like just around. They were in the internet. Like I woke up. White Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Yes, a whole swarm of them, and I was just like, "Look, guys, I just want to get on Pornhub," and they're like, "No, that's against the Jesus." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm sorry." Uh, <laughs> so yeah. That's- yeah, that's that's what's gone wrong with my... I, I did not have internet all of last week, so that was always fun. Um, and it's, another it's not thing like you that, do that for, for your hobby or anything. No, 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 no. And so, oh, I'm noticing you have your Lanuba popcorn bucket. Oh, yeah, I didn't think it was in frame. My apologies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in tribute of another... It, and uh, and I, I purchased it after... Um, after the Disney Springs switch, but it still says Downtown Disney West Side on it. Oh yeah. So. Well, I mean, like it—that's it, another thing going away. Like my my precious D Quest. Disney Quest is gone. I, I hate to break it to you, but it wasn't precious to anyone. Even the employees I'll, probably didn't want to be there. I'll be one hundred. No, because during my uh, Disney Springs um, uh, traditions. Uh, one of the guys who was like introducing us worked at Disney Quest, and he was, the, I think, the only person in the world pumped about Disney Quest. He was like, "I work there," and I'm like, "Okay." Um, most of the people that do traditions are pumped about whatever they do. I think it's part yeah. of the job description of working traditions. Yeah, just just try to be excited about it. What is like, it that you do? I try to make the Wreck It Ralph game work. Oh well, just try to make it cool. There's a Wreck It Ralph game. Wait, do you not know about this? Wait, yes. I, I know there's the little uh, Fix-It Felix uh, arcade machine. Yeah, that's machine. what I meant. Okay, I thought that's like, there I was meant. an actual, like... No, no, no. Like, there's crazy. just a Fix-It Felix. Yeah, I tried to make Millipede work from 1985. See, I remember the first time I went to Disney at all was when they first announced Disney Quest was closing. And I was just like, oh my god, there's a giant arcade. We have to go. We have to go. So, I So, what, 2006? <laughs> No, because <laughs> no, it's been was... kind of on its last legs for a good decade. Was it twenty? It might have been twenty sixteen, twenty. It might have been last year, I think. But that was the, uh, oh, you're saying the first time you went to Disney Quest was then you heard it was closing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought you meant like. Uh, okay. Yeah, and so we. I literally like begged my parents. I was like, I have no money. Will you please give me the money to go to Disney Quest? Which. Now that I see how easily you can get into Disney Quest for free, that was bullshit. Yeah, so it's I, like what, uh, fifty-eight. It was like fifty-eight dollars toward the end, I think. Uh, I think we paid we paid fifty a piece. So for a hundred dollars, we went into Disney Quest. We played 
Fixing Felix, we played, uh, we got on the Aladdin ride, which, like, a lot of people made a big deal about, because they're like, it's the first virtual reality game. It's amazing, the first of its kind. Yeah, and then you remember that Disney Quest opened in 1998. Well, (laughs) that takes away from it a little. No, not only that, it's like Smash Cut after this is the first of its kind, an amazing virtual reality experience. Cut to me on the fake magic carpet like I'm stuck in a wall. Guys, I need to move. Guys, I'm stuck. Guys, this is a horrible. Uh, I never could get the Jungle Cruise uh, whitewater rafts to work very well. Oh, yeah. The fake Jungle Cruise was pretty much the worst thing on the planet. Because I was just like, wait, how do we... Wait, what they, do I... They, they tell you you're going to get wet, and I didn't... And they're like, if it works... That's literally what they told me. If it works! Yeah, you might get wet if it works. Um, that was one... That's actually... I feel bad. The last Disney, like, experience I had was going to Disney Quest. Um, because... I only went three, four times, maybe. I was the shit at Mighty Ducks Pinball Slam, or whatever the hell that thing was called. Well, here's the... the, I was the shit. The Mighty Ducks was the first game we played, and we realized something very important. If you're placed on the correct pedestal, you kick ass at that game. All you have to do is get your ball in the... Well, you can't do it now because it's now a flat plane of earth, but uh, all you had to do was get your ball in the bottom left-hand corner and go in a circle, and you were pretty much guaranteed to to rack up points. I I was beating the people behind the second, second place by like three or four times their score. Well, with us, you could tell, like, certain ones were broken, and they didn't want to admit it. And then there was, like, one that really kicked ass, and that was mine. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll be damned if I ain't got it going, baby. Let's do this. That's all I did when they did, like, uh, cast member only, like, get in free for a night or whatever. That's all I did for, like, two hours, and I just wrecked everyone in my path. See, the last... 30 i think like last 60 30 days any cast member got in for free which is why the last day i was like in orlando they were like hey come on we're gonna go to magic kingdom spend your last day you can go see the new show and everything (laughs) then unfortunately the person i was picking up was up at um oh god what's the college down there ucf yeah, UCF. So I had to drive up to UCF and then drive back, and I believe it was roughly 8 this o'clock is, at this night. This is going to probably make you upset. Uh, UCF, I listened to a couple other Disney podcasts, and UCF has a, an amazing, like, Disney archive of, like, stuff that, like, their lawyers put together, and art, and all kinds of crazy shit. Dude, that's awesome. That, that I really want to go and dig around in, but I don't know I'm, exactly how to go about doing that. But apparently I'm they're just... trying to make a bigger archive that's, like... Yeah, theme park like history of theme park entertainment, but it's gonna be like mostly Disney stuff. I'm just mad that one of my last days, like the only last day I really had to celebrate the magic that was Disney, I was forced to go to Disney Quest because uh, traffic on I four was a bullshit. Did did you go up the elevator or did you go in the back way? Uh, to where? To in Disney Quest, did you go up when you? We went up the elevator because I only yep. remember going up the elevator once. Oh no, we went up the elevator a and lot. Like the, that was... Well, no, I mean at the beginning because they do the little. There was like a. I remember there being a pre-show with like the genie. Do you have oh, no idea what snap. I'm talking about? Do you? I think I may. I know the last day I was there, that shit wasn't working. Yeah, but I there think was, there might have. There been was a something. thing like when you walked in, you had the first thing you did was get on the elevator and go up to like the third floor, and between the first floor and the third floor was like a video with the genie basically being like, "Here's what's on every floor." 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and I I don't remember ever doing that other than that one time. And I was like, this is pretty amazing. And then I never saw it again. Right. Um. Yeah. I I remember walking around it. Like the floors that actually have arcade games are all right for the ones did that you, actually. Did you do the uh, Did you do the um the the game with like the bumper cars and the ball and the cannons? Did you do that? <laughs> Oh wait, hold on. Are you? T- oh wait, it's no, called, I know what like you're talking Buzz about. Light. I think it's a Buzz Lightyear branded. Um, yeah, such I know such it, a thing. We never got on it the first time because it was a broken. The second time because we were like, no. I, 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 I got it. It was uh, horrifying. Is what that is good because you just if have I, you have very thin plexiglass in front of you and people are shooting giant rubber balls at your head. It, well, if I remember correctly, wasn't there a Pirates of the Caribbean game and the way you fired the cannon? Was there was this little rope attached to the end of the cannon, and you just pulled on it? Yes. But you could go as much as you want. So, to the people watching in through this glass window, all they saw was me from behind with this cord in my hand, just like, <laughs> oh, yes, I'm we, shooting. Did you? Did you? How many people were in your in the thing with with you? Just you by yourself? That was a whole, I'll say, a whole two. A okay, because that was fun when you go in there with, like, two people because you'd run back and forth and you look like lunatics if they're if you're on, like, camera. Oh, no, I I took all of the Jack Sparrow in me and released it at once. I was like, all right, I'm going to take him over the right part of the ship now. You go over to the left. Don't you dare leave any of those cannons. Now I'm going to go to the front. <laughs> now I left. They're like, are you drunk? No, I'm just challenging. <laughs> But uh, I want to point out that uh, there was also a Disney Quest in Chicago. I don't know if you knew that. What? It, it lasted about a year and a half, and then they closed it. And then the shooting happened, and then you were like, no. Yeah, no, it was in 98, 99 range. And apparently yeah. it made a profit, but not enough for Disney. And so they're like, screw it, shut it down. Because they wanted to put those everywhere. I, they would do better anywhere else, I well, think. No, I think the problem is is that what they wanted to do was put them in and then like, oh, in three years we'll add stuff and take some stuff out and we'll keep swapping in and out. I call it the Fantasia problem, where, yeah. where Disney, Walt Disney wanted to put out Fantasia and then like every five years put it back out with like new pieces in it and take old stuff out and just keep re-releasing it, keep trying to make money. But, yeah. but like in Florida, like they put it in and I don't know if they ever put anything new in after that. <laughs> so I think, I'm almost positive. So, so well, after, give it the... <laughs> Given that there was a Mighty Ducks ride in 2017. So, yeah, I think it, they just kind of got over their head a little bit on... Because if, if you think about it, to put anything new in, you have to shut part of it down. And, like, there wasn't that much in there to begin with. So it's yeah. like, yeah, we're going to do this new interactive ride. Uh, it's not going to be ready for four months. While we while you're waiting, just play Galaga. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would have done it. They were like, play Galaga for free. Hell yeah! Play Guitar Hero for free. Yes! I just don't think in the age... Uh, and also, the thing is that between 1998, when it opened, and, say, 2005, technology kind of really left that place in the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really left it behind, and they really were kind of like, okay, so... Because who the hell plays arcade games, really? <laughs> Hey, like, hey, buddy, my family owns an arcade game, and I've worked in arcades my whole life. Don't I'm say not, that I'm to not, me. Okay, That's sad. Okay. Who, who goes to Disney World to play arcade games for to $50 to pay $50 to play arcade games? When yeah, you the, $50, the $50 price tag, I think, is really what jacked it up. 
Um, so anyways, this is a show where we create our own theme park, but apparently also a third of it is us shitting on other theme parks. Uh, but of course, and I think we're winding down with Apex, finally. Yeah, this, like, Well, this is 11, so we got, I'm thinking, two or three more before we figure out what's actually going to be uh, in the park. Uh-huh, and it is our theme park that is all superhero-themed, and since we're poor, we're having to invent our own superheroes. Yeah, and that- so... And like I, I told you offline, my uh, the challenge was motion simulators because I'm a uh, lazy person, and um, mine actually kind of keys off that Disney Quest idea slightly. Ever so well, slightly. so well, so does mine, and mine is garbage. So I'd like to go <laughs> first this week. Yeah, um, that's fine. Because well, as I said earlier, when I first went to Disney Quest, I did have the lovely experience of getting on the magic carpet with Abu. And running into a wall. And I went, you know what? I need to base a ride off that. And so <laughs> my ride is very similar to the Magic Carpet ride. Oh, I thought it was about going to be running into a wall. Like, super oh. alcoholic, the ride. Oh, that would be great. No, no, no. I think this is going to be one. So as we've said, it's not, o- not only do we have our own superheroes, every person who comes in is a superhero, so you get your own power and everything. And I came up with this idea that we established that there is this area where you can kind of get your own superhero certificate printed out or your supervillain certificate. Yes. And I think with that, you would get like a specialty card for certain rides okay. that that allows you to use your superpowers and stuff like that. That way you can kind of influence like the ride. A, like a super band instead of a magic band. <laughs> yeah, it's a super band. And it, it, that way the ride will know like, oh, this is a hero that I will make it more uh, hero based or their villain. I'll make it villain based and I will make it control like, uh, well, basically mine is you're laying down. It's like the uh-huh. uh, it's it's like the Tron uh, bikes in the Tron roller coaster where you're kind of just like laying down and you've got a VR headset in front of you. Okay. And, and you're laying down to simulate that you're flying through air. So apparently every superhero has the power <laughs> of flight and effects now. Um, and so it's simulating you. I, I guess like you could also have like a flight bike or something. Like that way not everyone is Superman. <laughs> and um, it's essentially you go through this adventure trying like just through a city. And it's just a generic adventure. But it allows you to be the superhero in the story. So it is... It's it, so is so. How do I put this? Every single person is basically having their own experience one at a time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm, it, I'm saying like you could you could probably do a room where where like you could make the experience like a like a consistent say seven minutes or something, and you'd have like a bunch of those seats. Kind well, of yeah. almost like almost like a Pandora flight of passage, but without a screen in front of them. So you'd go in and there'd be like five rows of seats and you'd sit on each one and then lean down. But like what you're seeing isn't what the person next to you is seeing or it's well, close, but maybe not if they're a villain and you're a hero. Well, I almost like the idea that like if you're all hero, it, it could be as we discussed, there's like three sections to the park villain hero. And then the middle is kind of like a battle area. This could be like a battle ride. Where the villains all go in one room, heroes go in all the other ones. And the reason why is because I really... When we wrote... I've ridden the Aladdin ride twice. Uh, once on well, my once own... Well. 
once out of my own volition the second time because there was a cute girl just like, Scotty, can we ride this? I love Aladdin. And I'm like, you won't, you won't love him after this. And so, uh, we get on, we got on it. And the best part of the ride for us was before the, like, basically the race started, you were able to kind of move Abu's head around because all of you were Abu. So you would look over and you would just see these two Abu's staring at you and be like, what's up, dog? <laughs> and so I love the idea of, like, you're this giant group of, like, five, seven or five, however many, like, Justice League of heroes. And you look over and you see their avatar in midair. And as you guys go through, you get, like, if you have fire powers, you can attack things with fire powers or ice powers. And it's kind of just like this big rail shooter, but you get to see the other people with you. Yeah, they, I think the technology exists to do that. I'll, I'll back that. Yeah, I think we could do that. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I came up with was this giant... I don't know who our can, main can villain my, would can be. Can my superhero be a uh, uh, Middle Eastern monkey? Yeah! <laughs> like, I went to space and I came back as a monkey with a little fez on his head? Yes, exactly. Super name, Abu. <laughs> Damn it! TMTM. I, you know, I just did. I think I just ran into a problem that Apex may have, which is, what's your superhero name? Iron Man. <laughs> I can't. No, you can't do that. That's copyright. No, I am Iron Man. Say no to me. I'm the customer. <laughs> I, I type it in and it burns. Yeah. It says I'm not allowed to be Superman. No, you're not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fine, How about my Stupendous super- Man? How about that? Is that good for you? <laughs> My super name is Greg. Fuck off. Greg Apex. The mighty Greg. Kneel before me. This is my associate, Neil. Go in first. (laughs) Oh my god. I think I just invented the Bert and Ernie of superheroes, Neil and Greg. And they're just kind of like... They're just two old sassy gay guys, and they're just like, kneel before me. I hate that joke, Greg, but alright, let's go. They're like the Wonder Twins, but a whole lot sassier. Greg's good out here. Greg's good out here! <laughs> alright, so that's, uh, <laughs> I think, I think on the villain side, those two are gonna be oh, the, God, the people so you funny. have to defeat. Oh. And then, of course, like, I think on, like, the hero side, you would get cameo appearances from good old Juicy Peaches or Apex, like, all your favorites. That way you're like, oh, wow, they're here, too. And they're like, awesome, but you're doing a better job. You're a true hero. And then the villains, of course. (laughs) (laughs) You're a true hero, Greg. And then, of course, on the villain side, you'd have, like, Titan come along and be like, yes, destroy them all. (laughs) Good work, my minions. Oh no, and this is it. The end of it is a shootout between the heroes and the villains. So you feel, so you're laying down like Tron, and then you reach like this sun, like the end of like a western shootout where it just like tilts you upwards. So you're standing up for like in midair and you have to shoot across in uh, heroes versus villains. I have now created a PvP section for this part. <laughs> This is laser tag, but you're stuck on the back of a motorcycle. Yeah, and then you're playing t- ten dual co- ten dual commandments from Hamilton starts playing as you start tilting up. <sighs> All right, so there's mine. That was mine that I just kind of improv comedied my way through. You yes handed straight to Greg and Neil. <laughs> Greg and Neil. That might be better than 
Juicy Peaches. Juicy Peaches, Greg and Neil, and Juicy Peaches. All right. So, that's, um, that's my thunder. Oh, my God. Uh, so I decided to put my uh, my motion simulator next to or near the uh, the uh, the superhero the, the ride that you created where you find out what your superpower is oh, by answering so, uh, a multiple choice test, right? Yeah. So near that, uh, again, I'm going with Craig Apex as an inspiration here. My idea was that he decides, decided to uh, basically use the theme park customers to focus group uh, a uh, superhero branded cartoon series. <laughs> okay. So the, the, the ride is called Supervision. Two words. <laughs> Uh, you go into a you go into a theater, and he just decided to make it a motion simulator because it's a theme park, and he was at least trying to stay on brand. Yeah. But you go into this theater, and there's a screen in front of you, and you sit down, and you go through scenes of like cartoon, various like styles of cartoon featuring various heroes and villains, and then you can like kind of sort of pick which ones are good or bad, and based on how you answer, like maybe different uh, effects might happen. Oh, okay. But, but the whole thing is, it's just this ch- chintzy little, like, motion simulator ride where it's like you're, instead of just watching the cartoon on a screen, you're actually kind of, like, living it, sort of. Well, here was the idea I've... So and his now idea I... is basically whichever one's better is the one he's going to, like, sell to the world. Okay, now here's here's my idea, and I'm going to blend my idea with yours. Okay. So it starts off and Greg Apex is pitching the uh, cartoon to you guys. And it involves two, uh, when Greg Apex was a lad in the 1930s during the Great Depression, <laughs> canon, <laughs> canon now. TM, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. He loved to read a comic about a superhero duo called Neil and Greg. <laughs> and at the time, they weren't, they, were very, there, they weren't very creative back in the 20s. They were the ambiguously gay duo of the 1930s. But gay men happy back then, so it works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, they they're going through the ride, and then like like most of it, it's kind of in this old 1930s Mickey Mouse style. So they're just like, "All right, I'm gonna defeat you, Bluto. Come on over here." They're, we can't they're use all Bluto. Pie, they're all pie-eyed. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, and so then halfway through, like whoever the villain of Greg and <laughs> Greg and Neil, the best superheroes of all time. That's their catchphrase. We're the best superheroes of all time. Have you caught anybody? No. Um, so I think the uh, I think the villains' names will be uh, Stan and okay. De- and Dell. Stan Stand and Dell. Yeah, like okay. Stand and deliver, but shortened. Oh, okay. Um, or we could always steal from Thor Ragnarok. Des and Str- yeah. Des and Troy. <laughs> Spoiler alert if you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok. Yes, spoiler alert for the most important part, Des and Troy. Um, and so Des and Troy are there. And so, I don't know, I kind of like the two against one idea, because they're so inept that they can only take down one dude. Um, but I think he gets upset, but I also think he's kind of like a wacky Deadpool character. And the whole time you've been looking in on a theater... Like, you're sitting in a theater. He knows he's in a theme park ride. Yeah. He looks at you and goes, no, you're coming with me. Oh, shit. Grabs you, pulls you in, 
that's when the virtual reality helmets come down, and now you have to, like, fight alongside the world's greatest superheroes, Greg and Neil, to defeat Destroy. <laughs> that's one, now he's one word. Yeah, it's Destroy. And so you're flying through, like, this cool 1930s backdropped cartoon, fighting off people, and so, like, but, like, you still have, like, if you have ice powers... It comes out, but it comes out, like, inked. It looks really cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. So, it's a nice blending of styles, I think, there. Which I think we may have just spoiled what the new Mickey Mouse ride is going to be. <laughs> no, I, I already saw that. I already know what it's going to be, so, yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Has it been announced? And yeah, can we talk a, about it? Uh, they had a event where they went through, like, scene by scene, and it showed... They didn't show everything, but they basically said, here's what every scene's going to kind of be, and they showed concept art and stuff. Yeah, and it was almost exactly Los Tres Caballeros. <laughs> no, actually, Africa. it's, um, you you go in, and apparently it's going to have the same load and unload that the Great Movie Ride had, like the same area, but it's Goofy is driving a train, and you're the uh -huh. passengers on the back of the train, so I think Goofy's train thing is going to be some sort of an animatronic and uh, you go through a tunnel at the beginning, and while you're going through the tunnel, like Mickey and Minnie ride by you in a in another animatronic, and then like you're going to a picnic or some some crap. But then but yeah. they're also trying to protect you because Goofy is a horrible train conductor. And then what happens after that is just the hijinks ensue, and it's was, apparently it, does, it says something about the quality of Goofy that he can't drive something on tracks. Yeah, and apparently it's trackless, so that there will oh. be times where, like, he might be in one area, and you're supposed to be, like, the four cars behind him, but, like, you're over here, <laughs> and oh, that's he's awesome. over there, and the person that was in front of you is up there, and you're all separated, and there's, apparently there's waterfalls and other fun uh, things. And the waterfalls smell like peaches, they're stealing our ideas! It's bullshit! Yeah, it's goofy peaches. Goofy. Oh, God. Well, Max, brought you some peaches. Yep. Oh, God. I know uh, they just announced that they finally got clearance for... Uh, for I like once we're, done, once we're done with our ideas, we're like, awesome, now let's talk about Disney some more. Yeah, that's what got me... I think the fact that I read about Tron getting highlighted is what made me go like, okay, cool, well, my ride is going to be Tron-like, but also... It's going to be... That's going to be so large, like insanely insanely large tron's not only gonna be large it's gonna be painful i think i'm, I'm talking about like this just the size of it from because you're gonna it's going to be right north of space mountain so it's gonna, you're gonna be like in the contemporary eating and it's like okay there's a big dome looking upside down pyramid there there's a pyramid thing and then right behind it's gonna be this gigantic like light show yeah with just stuff flying through the sky. Okay, so, yeah, we've got... I think we got some good ideas this week. We've blended our worlds together. Although, they also said that because of where they're putting the Main Street Theater, it's technically on Tomorrowland land. Wait, the Main Street Theater is Tomorrowland? Yeah, it's technically on tomorrow in Tomorrowland's property line or something, because they the permit... Because I guess if it would have been on Main Street, they would have had to file two separate permits, but because it's on... It's far enough out... 
they it's only on one permit. It's kind of like how if you're in Liberty Square, yeah. none of the bathrooms in Liberty Square are actually in Liberty Square. Like they're all so far back in the buildings that they're technically in Fantasyland and Frontierland and stuff because the uh, Liberty Square uh, wouldn't have had indoor bathrooms in the 1700s or whatever. Oh <laughs> wow, that's so weird. Trivia for you. <laughs> It, and also, there's the thing about the, the, the land in Liberty Square, and the middle's like a darker color than the outside of the sidewalk. Like, the middle of the sidewalk has this weird, dark pattern through it, and that's basically supposed to be pee. Oh, well, that's always good, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, um, in the, uh, it, this one, this is Universal Trivia, so this is my world. If you go, you, it, okay, so the Nickelodeon Studios that's been turned into, um. Into Blue Man Group? Yeah, it's turned into Blue Man Group. There are no real, I think if you go into like the employee area, there's still Nickelodeon stuff. But if you go into, I it's either the women's or the men's restroom. There is still a giant pile of tiles on the ground that instead of being white, like normal bathroom tiles are green. So it looks like Gak. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, wait, there's slime in here. Wait, is it? There, 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 there's certain, just certain tiles. It's not like there's a pile of them just sitting in the corner. You could take one because I would totally no. take one. I wish. Well, there's still the, up. I think there's still the orange handrail on the outside of the building too. I don't know if they painted that yet. They, they painted it most oh, unfortunately. All right, Mr. Jim Murphy. Now I, I've, I've known since the beginning exactly what the <laughs> challenge I'm going to give you is going to be. I'm not biding my time. At all, I know exactly the words I'm about to say, and that is that you and I will have to come up with a musical-based ride. Oh, no. Well, it doesn't have to be a ride. It could be like Country Bears, like some animatronic bullshit, but no. There's got to be singing and dancing, and I want you to bring your A-game. <laughs> fun, fun story about how you said ride, and you could have said attraction. Um, yeah. Apparently, among Imagineers, at least the older uh, set, like the ones that are mostly gone, apparently if they called something a ride, that was their way of basically saying that it was complete shit. Oh, wow. Well, so, we're coming up, we're yeah, coming so, up with some rides. So, because uh, apparently when Disney's California Adventure first opened... And like Marty Scalar and Herb Ryman and stuff are like walking through it, and somebody from a newspaper is like, "How do you like it?" And he's like, and Herb Ryman just looks at him. He's like, "Well, they're nice rides." <laughs> and, uh, and he said it like completely sincere, but to anyone that knew him, it was just like he just called your whole park shit. Uh, all right. Well, Mr. Jim Murphy, where can they find you oh, on the internet? Um. I'm on Twitter at apparently smart, and I'm also at the opposite attractions website, still trying to build my theme park. It's yep. taken a bit of a, like I said, we had a bad week last week scheduling wise, so I'm, uh, I'm a little off the wagon. I'm gonna get back on. I promise. That's all right. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S C O T T Y E M O. You can buy my book on Amazon. It's called Queasel Corp: A Tale of Dicks and Douchebags. That's spelled Q U E Z A L C O R. P. Make sure to check out this podcast and all the other amazing BS Network products over on a load of pure BS.com. You can check out all of our merchandise over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com in the BS Network section. Uh, make sure to check out, we've got YouTube stuff going on. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, do all that. I'm sorry I've not been posting. There were 
Anglo-Saxon Protestants in my internet taking control, and I couldn't handle it. Um, but of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening on iTunes or Stitcher, make sure to rate and subscribe. Or if you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Tell us much better ideas that are way better if you have an idea for a ride. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at opposite-attractions.com. And you can find both of us beautiful bastards on Twitter and the Facebook at OPP. A-T-T-S-H-O-W. That's Op At Show. Are you down with O-P-P? Please exit the podcast to your right, and don't forget your personal belongings. Oh, and welcome